Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Circle. On the right. Fake to Armstrong. Run. To the end zone, drives his way in. Virginia Tech has won it in six overtimes. All right, here we go. College football, full circle. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi here with you, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. And we have now reached week number two. In the college football season, a really good slate this weekend. We're here to break it all down with you. Joining me, as always, the encyclopedia of college football. That is Go For The Two, Joe Lisi. Joe, how are you, my man? Doing well, Carver. I'm doing well. A little nip in the air, right? A little cold here on the uh, East the Coast best. to come. Like it. The Before best. the storm, oh. pretty soon we'll be having uh, pumpkin spice coffee. Um, I'm really excited about this weekend. I really am. It's an under-the-radar under weekend right after last week, week one with the hoopla and everybody getting involved. And now we start to settle in. We got some really good matchups, some top 25 battles. But these other games that are taking place, uh, they're, they're going to have me locked and loaded straight through the weekend. Yeah, there's definitely a bunch of really good games on the slate. We're going to try to go through all of them today. Um, let's let's go with what I think, Joe, is the is the biggest storyline of the weekend here uh, to kick things off, and that is two pretty big spots for the Pac-12 to make a statement. And we've talked about it a lot this week. Two of the marquee games feature Pac-12 teams heading east to take on the Big Ten. We have Oregon going to the Horseshoe to take on the Buckeyes of Ohio State. We have Washington off an embarrassing loss at home to the Grizzlies of Montana, heading to the Big House to take on Michigan. Pac-12 gets themselves a big win last week, UCLA at home over LSU. The rest of the conference, Joe, pretty spotty. Wasn't very good. Now they have a chance, two more big spots. That, for me, is what I'm looking for the most here uh, coming up on Saturday. Oh, 100% Carver, and, and to your point about that, right, it's a prelude to what they they sort of have an agreement in place, right, with the partnership yeah. in terms of the scheduling. So if these games live up to, let's say, the build, uh, the billing, right, where yeah, if Oregon could push Ohio State to the limit, they don't have to win, but, you know, if it's a close fourth quarter game and Washington could play well uh, get in the big house against Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines, this maybe might solidify, okay, this, this Pac-12, Big Ten type of of scheduling alliance, that might challenge what we have in the SEC with the potential of Oklahoma and Texas in years to come. So maybe fans will get amped up if these games really go down to the wire Saturday night and Saturday afternoon. 
Yeah, and Oregon is in a spot for me, Joe, where last week they did not play well at home. They did beat Fresno State. They needed a late fourth quarter. Anthony Brown touchdown to do it. Uh, I've told you all week long, I think this is an awful spot for the Ducks and Mario Cristobal. Um, I didn't think they were that great last year. They lucked into the Pac-12 title game. They got whacked by Iowa State in the Fiesta Bowl. Ohio State uh, is still on that class. They're one of the five best teams in the country. We know that they are one of the teams that has a chance to make a playoff. I know the Pac-12 wants to make a stand here, Joe, but as we start with the early game in Columbus, I I don't think it's going to be a very good day for them. Well, I I think we might differ when we get to the best bets and everything else. But to your point, I mean, there's a reason why Ohio State has only lost six conference games since 2016 and more importantly, 23-1 and at home straight up in the horseshoe since 2017, right? They dominate the competition. So we're going to have to see what what transpires Saturday. I will say this about Mario Cristobal. He's done a, a, a fantastic job recruiting the interior lines in Oregon, right? You know, just from the athletic standpoint, five stars, four stars, had Panay Sewell last year. Now's your chance to showcase it, right? It's great when you could beat up on teams like, you know, Oregon State, even though they lost last year. But, you know, teams at the bottom half of the Pac-12 each and every year. But now's your opportunity with a top five opponent. Let's see if you can muscle it around and stick out your chest with the best of them, right? Doesn't doesn't Cristobal like to do that? He likes to stick it out like Chuck Amato did back in the day? (laughs) He certainly does. Um, I just think it's – maybe we will see a game, Joe, similar to the one Ohio State played last week. I know that was on the road against a conference opponent. Maybe Oregon hangs around for a half. Maybe they try to play – Turnovers Turnovers are are huge. And and playing keep away, which you saw P.J. Fleck and the Gophers do for a half uh, last Thursday, and then the big plays just got too much of them in the second half. That's that's what it is, right? I mean, they had a quarterback advantage in the sense of Tanner Morgan was an experienced guy with C.J. Stroud making his first career start on the road, right? So so that was the matchup, and they had the better running back, right? Mo Ibrahim just dominated for basically three quarters, and who knows how that game ends if he doesn't get hurt in terms of the ability of the offensive line to wear down Ohio State. Now they now it's a different animal. Now they go back home. And Oregon has an early kick. They're flying across country. You have to show well. I, I said it before with Miami in week one. There is no there is no tomorrow. If you're a top ten program, you want to don fifty separate uniforms like Phil Knight and the crew do, now's your chance to step up, Oregon. Joe Stop quacking. <laughs> Joe always gets fired up with the uniforms in Oregon. College football full circle. Carver and Lisey, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. We'll come back, go to the big house with Washington, Michigan, and a lot more. We keep rolling right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. 
Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we're back. College Football Full Circle. Carver and Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. All right, Joe. uh, The second of these two huge big games for the Pac-12 coming up tomorrow is the Washington Huskies, who just completely embarrassed themselves at home last week. The 13-7 loss to the Grizzlies of Montana. Dylan Morris throwing picks all over the place. Uh, I mean, Jimmy Lake, what's he doing uh, up there in the Pacific Northwest? And now he's got to take himself... And the squad all the way to the big house against Jim Harbaugh in Michigan, who did get to thump the chest a little bit against Western Michigan last week at home, took care of business, covered the spread, did the job. Now, for weeks, Joe, in the look-ahead line, even when the look-ahead line first went up, I feel like, in mid to late June, the Huskies were like a one-and-a-one-and-a-half-point favorite. Mm -hmm. And the line slowly throughout the summer moved to where Michigan was like a one-point favorite. And now, with the performance of the Huskies last week, now Michigan is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Maybe a little bit too much. Now, it was an ugly loss, but maybe a little too much overreaction to what happened with my, with uh, Washington last week. Yes, I, I agree to that. I'm, I'm conflicted with this game because, obviously, I picked Washington over their total. You, you come right out of the gate. You stub your toe. I mean, in a big way. Yeah, to Montana, awful. nonetheless, come on. We looked at their schedule. They have all outside this game. They have all the the top games in the in the Pac-12 at home in Seattle. No difficult road games. This team should cruise to eight wins their total this season, and yet they, we we come right out with a loss. I still think they show well. The problem here, why I'm conflicted, is just a line movement. Ronnie Bell's out. It's still sitting firm at six and a half. Right, And this is a Michigan team last year that lost all three road games. They lost as a 25.5-point favorite to Mish State. They lost as a 4.5-point favorite to, to Penn State. And they got blown out of the, the river by Wisconsin on a primetime battle. Prior to that, for the previous three years, they were 17-3 and straight up at home. And it's a night game in Ann Arbor, right? So they have a tendency to step up in these games uh, less than a touchdown. I... I don't love this game in any way. I just know that just from the public aspect, a lot of people are on Michigan, just when you look at the consensus, which I don't always buy into. I, I, I still think Michigan, uh, Wisconsin, excuse me, Washington shows well. I would take the six and a half here. Some, they might not win, might lose by three, but I think they keep it within the number here, six and a half. 
Yeah, I'll give you a little preview for later in the hour, Joe. Uh, the Huskies are one of my one of my go tos this Ooh. weekend. I, I really, I, I think that they not only are going to be in this game to where they're now covering what I think is an inflated number off of a poor performance by them last week. They could win this game outright. So I, I'm in, I'm in on the Washington Huskies here tomorrow night at the Big House to have a big performance, big bounce back performance against the Michigan Wolverines. The other big game for this weekend is a top 10 game, Joe. Believe it or not, first time ever that the Cyhawk being award, you know, played for a top 10, number 9 Iowa State, number 10 Iowa in Ames. Right now the Cyclones, minus 4.5, did not play well against Northern Iowa last week. The Hawkeyes coming off blowing out Indiana 34-6, uh, grabbing the 4.5 low total here at 46.5 as well. This is one of the marquee games of the weekend as well, Joe Lisi. It really is, and we know that Iowa's won five straight by an average margin of victory of right around 13.5 points per game. Last time they played was a one-point game. Didn't play last year. And they dominated Indiana and Michael Penix. I mean, that was the telltale you know, defensive effort by the Hawkeyes at home. They have, though, Iowa State does, the better quarterback, in my opinion, Purdy over Petrus. They have the better running back, in my opinion, Brees Hall over Goodson. And they have, I think, you know, the better offense and defensive lines here. And people might argue, but I still like the defense of Iowa State here, that bend but don't break. And we talk about it. Iowa State traditionally struggles with speed teams, teams that could challenge them over the top vertically. That's not Iowa. You know, we know, even though Iowa's beat them in years past, I think this is a better team in Iowa State. I think Matt Campbell's poised to take this team to the next level. Now, I don't know if they get to 10 or 11 wins. I think they can get to 9-3. and three. But in this matchup, with the better quarterback, better running back, and playing in Jack Trice, I, I, like, their, I like their chances. I think this line gets down to 3.5 by game time. I think you'll see a lot of money come in on Iowa. I think Iowa State does does knock off the Hawkeyes in this battle. Yeah, I'm with you, Joe. I like the Cyclones here tomorrow. I, and I know, and I think we have double overreaction here. I think Iowa State's a much better football team than Iowa this year, to be quite honest with you. And I think that both of these teams were getting overreaction to the performances of last week. Uh, Iowa State, once again, starts slow like they always do. Doesn't score a lot of points against Northern Iowa. Eh, you know. So everybody kind of got a little down on him. And honestly, the Hawkeyes, Joe, like, let's be fair here. You look at the score and you don't watch the game or you look at anything, 34-6, to six, you say, wow, they dominated Indiana. I mean, Joe, they had, they had two defensive touchdowns and kicked four field goals. They didn't exactly light the world on fire on offense, Iowa. You know, they, they, it's not like they had some juggernaut last week, uh, you know, at Carver-Hawkeye. Chuck, Long? Took, Chuck Long Yeah, like, like, like and, and, and I think that that also is factored into this number. I mean, 46 and a half, Joe. This is, uh, I think there's going to be some points in this game. Oh, I've been burned I, I, I really with Iowa do. overs in yeah. the day. I can't, I can't touch I don't that, think Joe. the defense is getting, they're acting like this defense is the 85 Bears because of what they did last week. To Michael Penix in Indiana, they're playing a much better offensive team this week, Joe. A much better offensive team. And a balanced offense. That's the thing, yeah. right? You, you know, we Brock Purdy is going to challenge that secondary. Xavier Hutchinson, you have Kohler, the tight end. He, I just don't know if the running game is non-existent for Iowa, can, can Petrus carry this team? That's going to be the, that's gonna be the, the key. On the road, nonetheless, right? 
Can yeah. they step up and make enough plays on the road? They, you know, they, they believe they can win, obviously, right? Now they're underdogs. You're like, okay, we won five in a row. You're, you're giving us three points. They know. The, the kids know they're underdogs in this matchup. You know what I mean? But right. I still go to the more experienced quarterback. We break it down quarterback first and then everything else. Playing at home, I, I still think Matt Campbell's an elite head coach, especially in big games. Even though he hasn't been able to knock off Kirk Ferentz, well, Campbell yeah, makes adjustments, and and he'll he'll adjust as this game progresses. I think he's starting to change that little big game narrative. I get he hasn't beaten Ferentz yet, and he's got an opportunity at tomorrow. I mean, he beat Oklahoma last year. Oh yeah, he beat, no, he beat, he beat Oklahoma. He beat Oregon. Two he beat Oregon in the in the yep. Fiesta Bowl. You no, know what I'm saying? You know, he's, what I'm saying is he is a big game coach, just hasn't been able to knock off Iowa. That's been right, the one Achilles right. heel. But this, you know, this, Achilles. This is his best team he's that. had. This is yep. his best team he's had to face Iowa. So he's got as good a shot to do it uh, in Ames on Saturday. I love that kickoff time, too. A little 4, 4.30 p.m. Eastern kickoff between Iowa and Iowa State uh, should be a fun one. We talked a little bit about this game yesterday, Joe, which is the holy war between Utah and BYU. Oh, and, and and BYU maybe be a little bit more pumped up as they're off to the Big 12. We've got those official announcements kind of all being made today, Joe, the stuff we've been talking about for weeks. BYU, Cincinnati, UCF. Uh, and Houston going to be joining in Big 12. They're going to get back to the number that they should be in their name. But uh, maybe a little, a little. I think this pumps BYU up a little bit more maybe tomorrow night. Joe, let's go here. We're in the Big 12. We're going to join in a Power 5 conference. Let's get a little win over Utah, a rival in the Holy War. Let's go. I'm not doing it, Carver. You're not bringing me into the into the <laughs> trench with you with this one. Uh, uh, you know, We said it yesterday with 2009. Is that it? They got a pedestrian Utah 40-17 to win over Weber State. They looked methodical. They looked ugly, right? They're like, oh, it's Utah. It's Charlie Brewer. It's the offense. I- I'm not backing down. I said it before, and they didn't let me down last week. Christ and Holgerson both bet against them. I both won. I throw Kalani Sataki into that mix for the trifecta. Horrible coach. This is a domination by the Utes. Domination. Whoa. Slow down now, Joe Lisi. All right. College football full circle. Carver Lisi. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We'll come back. Keep going through all these matchups for the weekend right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we're back. College football, full circle. Carver and Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio. Sirius XM, Channel 204, going through all of this weekend's Week 2 matchups in college football, getting you ready for the winning edge. All right, Joe, I actually told you during the break there was two games. There's actually three games oh boy. that I found that we I, I don't believe that we have discussed at all this week. They're not the biggest games on the chart, but I think that there's some significant games here uh, to talk about. Let's start uh, in Starkville. NC State and Mississippi State, little ACC SEC battle. I've seen this. This line's had some movement here. Now yeah. Mississippi State minus a half, total uh, of fifty-five and a half. Uh, Seven o'clock Eastern start on Saturday night. This actually, Joe, a very intriguing game for ACC and SEC country. Oh, Carver, don't kid yourself. You know this game is close to my heart. You're like, I, I, I don't talk to. This we have not talked about of... this on the on the show all no, week. We haven't talked but about you, this show. You, you, and I, you know me too well. Like you, you should be uh, an FBI profiler. I'll tell you that. that. That's you got me down because I love this game and I got to be honest with you. I don't like the fact that. Well, uh, let's just start. NC State dominated South Florida. You know, yes. I was dead wrong in that matchup. They stepped up. They rushed for 295 on the ground with Person and, and Bam Knight in that ball game. But, I, again, I still thought South Florida played well from a defensive perspective. They wore down because of the ineffectiveness of the offensive line. You know, Devin Leary stepped up. Passing attack came in. That defense is legit, and they they fly to the football. Now they go on the road to Starkville. Flip side, you have Will Rogers and the crew that had to pull that game out 35-34. They were on life support. Skip Holtz, as usual, misses a field goal at the end, 46-yarder, and they escape. This line opened up at one and a half. They immediately bet it up to three for NC State. And I was like, this game smells to me because I really like the physicality of Miss State's front seven. They allowed a 101 on the ground to a lot tech. Last week, I think they step up. I like the passing attack of Will Rogers. I think Mike Leach has the coaching advantage over uh, Dave Doran. Dave Doran, over the past couple of years, 3-8 and eight straight up on the road or on a neutral field site, 3-3 three and three last year, 0-5 two years ago. With the Cowboys rocking on a Saturday night, give me Stark Vegas. And then all the mushes loved NC State, and I'm like, great. And then all of a sudden now we start to see the money going out the other way. I'm still this, – this might be, and I'm, you're going to have to wait, but I go to Miss State, this might be one, uh, my best bet pick list at the end of the show. Wow, how about that? Look, uh, I think this is an interesting game. Probably a game, Joe, that I'm going to stay away from because I don't feel confident enough about both teams yet. I I don't take a lot out of what NC State did to South Florida last week because, let's be honest, it was South Florida. It was at home. I mean, they they beat them pillar to post. And I and I get nervous. I'm really off the Mississippi State train after what they did to me last year when I bought so much stock in them after <laughs> you they were beat LSU. Stock? Oh, it's I like, bought it all. I, I it mean, you like talk this. about 
buying tickets Absolutely. on the Bulldogs after they beat LSU in week one. And then yep. for the next three or four weeks, just watching all the money get flushed down the toilet. Uh, that, backing that was, Mike Leach and the Bulldogs. You were trading so, places back in the day, right? Yes, buy him, buy yes. him, yes. Yeah, Carver sold. You want sell. more? Come on, load them up. Sell. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, this is a game to me, Joe, that maybe in-game, um, I'll jump in if I see something that I like. And maybe one team gets down a couple scores early in the first quarter. Maybe I can jump in that way. But pregame, Joe, this is one for me. Uh, I'm not going to be near this one. I'm going to stay okay. in the SEC now. Uh, the Kentucky Wildcats, who we yes. love a lot, both of us, uh, going home after the big win, uh, the route we should say over our buddy Terry Bowden, ULM, <laughs> minus five and a half against the Missouri Tigers uh, at home, total of 55 and a half. I saw this interesting note. Uh, the Bear uh, tweeted this out yesterday, of course, uh, Chris Felica from, uh, from College Game Day. The underdog has covered the last five games in the Kentucky-Missouri series with four underdogs winning outright in the last wow, five games. So bear. that kind of, Joe, that kind of made me a little, ooh, I know we love Kentucky, but should we be thinking about maybe taking the trends with Missouri here in this series? I'm not backing away. And I know Chris well. Chris and I have spoke out in Vegas. Great research, great insight. They actually read it, called out Chris last week. Where he he missed, yes. had a misquote. And they, I, I said, I'm shocked they didn't the put out in a restaurant. The, yeah, yeah. There, there had to be an arrest warrant out for Reddit. You call out the bear? Oh, everybody's yeah. got sensitive skin. You know, everybody could talk about everybody else, right? It's like, oh, this guy, that guy, that guy stinks. He's terrible, but God, it's like, oh, it's almost like royalty. The bear was wrong? Oh, man, you can't do that. Bear's never wrong. Right? Well, let's poke the bear a little bit. How about this? I'm going with Kentucky. More physical right. offense and defensive line. Will Levis, to me, is the difference. I know that these games have been traditionally close in recent years, and obviously Kentucky hasn't stepped up. But I, I still think they're a potential dark horse in the SEC. I like what Mark Stoops has done on the defensive side of the ball, a physical rushing attack. Uh, playing in Lexington, I'm laying the five and a half here. I think they dominate this matchup. I got to be honest, I'm not sold on Drinkowitz as a coach, even though last year he stepped up and maybe overexceeded expect expectations. Connor Basilak is good. He's not elite. Give me Kentucky here, laying the wood. Wow, laying the wood with the Wildcats. How about that? Uh, look, I think Kentucky's a better team, Joe. And I know that sometimes when you get a, a trend or something like that that gets put in your face, you. You get very leery. You know, oh, I don't want to go against this. But I think that maybe this is a spot where we do. I think Kentucky's a lot better than Missouri this year. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to feel confident in backing them under a touchdown at home against that squad. Uh, Rutgers and Syracuse Oof. at the Dome. little, uh, I think, 2 p.m. kickoff on Saturday. Now, Rutgers is coming off. The beatdown of Temple at home and Syracuse coming off the game that I said they absolutely had to win the road game in Ohio last week. I said that was Dead on. The Dean, a great the Dean, call by you. Brother. The Dino Babers gets fired game. If he was going to lose that game to the Bobcats, 29-9, to they take care of business. So how about Rutgers for the first time since 2015, a road favorite in the Dome, minus one and a half for Greg Schiano taking on the Syracuse Orange. I love Rutgers again this week, Joe. Yeah, I do too. I just think, you know, coaching advantage, you got to give it to Shiano and Rutgers over Dino Babers. Now we're going to know. I mean, the biggest thing for Rutgers is they're more physical in the interior. They believe they can win 
And I'm not sold in terms of the quarterback position with Tommy DeVito. Went to my high school in Don Bosco Prep, played well last week. But, but again, I think this is a different defense. Even though they're on the road, Noah Vedrill and that offense moved the football at will last week. Two points. It, you have ACC Big Ten. You got that factor, right? ACC really hasn't stepped up. I don't love the game, but I would lean to the favorite. So we, with three games, and I'm leaning to the favorite in every one, even though Miss State is basically a pick 'em. Yeah, uh, and look, and, and here's something to to maybe, and some people do worry about this in a couple places. Like that line opened at two, Syracuse, and I'm seeing you know like 90% of the tickets, 85% of the money on Rutgers. And in some houses, Joe, it's gone down to one, one and a half, like we were just talking. So everybody's on Rutgers, but the line's moving towards Syracuse. That always has to put the ears up, Joe. You always put your ears up when you see something like that. So uh, I hope Rutgers wins the game because we're looking to get over that four win total for the season. So that's that's probably good enough for me in terms of a rooting interest tomorrow. Oh, you have listen. I told you this. The only way Rutgers gets that over, they had to sweep. That's September out of conference, which was Temple, Syracuse, and Delaware. They had to win all three games, and that would give you a a great shot to get that win total. So they need to take care of business at the Dome tomorrow. Um, We mentioned uh, the Ball State-Penn State game the other day. Uh, Just over three touchdowns you're laying with the Nittany Lions. Uh, I think this is a big spot, Joe. They got to, you know, kind of just off of the Wisconsin win, really cement that they're a team to uh, to reckon with in the Big Ten this year. Yeah, now we talked about 28 and 5 straight up since 2016 with James Franklin, 2 and 3 last year. They won the 28 games by 24.3 points per game. So that's like 2 points better than where the spread is settled in at 22 and a half, 23. Um, the only factor or only caveat that I have is Auburn's on deck, right? So you know, you always say these look-aheads with a big number, but it is Penn State, it's Ball State, and they have a tendency to whack these MAC opponents at home. I could see a 70 spot. All of a sudden, Clifford's throwing like five touchdowns. You know, James Franklin <laughs> knows he's got the advantage playing at home. He might not care. Yursich, the offense, might want to get into a rhythm. Noah Kane, the offense, they might run the football down their throat in this ballgame. No, they absolutely might, but I I think that Penn State uh, this this is a this is a forty five ten type. Yeah, of they game might for, get seventy. For, you know, they you have know a tendency fine. You want to make it seventy to ten, teams. Joe? We can make it seventy to ten. I don't mind. I that mean, at they all. played Buffalo in recent years. <laughs> they waxed them, even though it was a close game. I mean, they waxed some Mac opponents. Here, Go back to all the Mac opponents they've devastated in recent years. Speaking of the Mac, and this is a weird line, and this game isn't going to get a lot of attention tomorrow. But I think it's a game from a gambling perspective. You got to go. What's going on here? Northern Illinois off mm. of a win at Georgia Tech last week, going for two. We talked about that on the Who Screwed You earlier in the week. Yep. And they're playing Wyoming, who got a win but really struggled against Montana State. But yet Wyoming six and a half point favorites on the road at Northern Illinois. Very strange yep. line, Joe. Very strange line. Why is that strange? Because I, I, cause, I, I don't know. Like I feel like it shouldn't be that much. Wyoming isn't Boise State. You know, they're not. They're not one. We'll talk about it when we come back from the break, Joe. You give me a little breakdown of why they should. Northern Illinois gave you a big effort against an ACC team a week ago. And we'll come right back. College football full circle. Carver and Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. We keep rolling right after this.
sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we're back. College Football Full Circle. Carver and Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. All right, Joe, let me get just finish off with this uh, tremendous uh, Wyoming-Northern Illinois game. Now, I get what you're saying to me. Why you're, you're probably right. Like, you look at Wyoming, they're a better team than Northern Illinois. Um, I, I feel maybe... They're not overreacting to what Northern Illinois did against Georgia Tech last week. Maybe they're they're saying to you, "This is Northern Illinois. We don't believe what happened." And, and I'm just when earlier in the show we talked about lines we do think are overreactions. So it's possible because Northern Illinois isn't a name, they're not going to get that overreaction like a Washington, like a, like an Iowa, etc. would get after a big win. Right, and and that was a great win by Thomas Hammock and the crew going for two. I mean, that killed me. I was on the total in that matchup in-game, 49-and-a-half. He just had to go for it, and it would have probably gotten the over. But, I mean, you know who's there is is former Michigan State quarterback Rocky Lombardi that basically conver- completed 50% of his passes. That was, that was the MO. They gave up 273 on the ground to G-Tech. And Wyoming is a disciplined team. You know, they, they run the football and stop the run, basically. Work off a of play action, that methodical blue-collar type of offense. And they're a disciplined defense. They're going to force you to work down the field. So it's interesting because I give the coaching matchup to bowl over hammock. I'm not sold on Rocky Lombardi. I'm not sold on this Northern Illinois offense as a whole. Even though they might have some playmakers, I'm going to go Wyoming here on the road. I mean, the fact that they're still, to me, the better offense and defense aligns in, in this ballgame, that's, that's where I hang my hat in this matchup. You know, I'd rather go down laying the six and a half on the road with that type of aspect and back in Rocky Lombardi, who's, who's basically the most inconsistent quarterback. That's why he's not playing in the Big Ten. Yeah, when you've when you got to drop down to the Mac, Joe, usually there's something wrong. So what's wrong with Rocky is he can't complete passes. So that's why he's playing. And not only is he playing in the Mac, he's playing at the worst team in the Mac. So that's a that's a double whammy there for your boy Rocky. All right, let me rapid fire through. We actually have four games tonight, Joe. Uh, a little Friday okay. night lights here. Kansas visits Coastal Carolina, minus 26 and a half for the Chanticleers on the teal turf down there in Carolina. 52 and a half is the total. They completely whacked Kansas in Lawrence last year. They beat them the year before that at home. Um, 
I'm laying to 26 and a half. With oh, we're against Joe. each other. Let's I'm go. taking the powder I'm blue it. unis. I'm laying Lance Leipold. Give me the, the Jayhawks. Kansas. Lose, uh, it's going to be a close uh, game. They barely beat South Dakota last week at home. Coastal, uh, you know, they've gotten a lot of confidence here over the last year. They, they're they a top 25 team. Jeez, I think they're, in the, they're 19th now. They're in the top 20. I, I just feel like they're going to continue to roll with that. Uh, and take a beating out on Kansas at home tonight. Duke is home tonight for North Carolina A&T. Minus 20 and a half for Duke. You laying three touchdowns with the Dukies no. tonight? <laughs> no, I'm taking the dog. We have them over under three and a half. I know. I you know. want to buy into Duke? No. no this, well, this will listen. To be fair, this is one of the games when we looked at that schedule and broke it down. We thought we'll give them a win here at home over North Carolina. Right, but that A&T. doesn't mean I have to cover. It would be great. If they lost that game, if they lose outright, a little plus 820 with North Carolina A&T tonight, Joe. Come on. I don't know about the 820, but I I like that. I would take the points in plus 20 and a half. I might take that in game and see how that game transpires in the the first half. If they jump out 14 nothing, maybe. Maybe then you catch over 30. (laughs) North Dakota at Utah State. The Aggies tonight laying six and a half at home. Big win last week over Wash State, right? Yes, yes. A big win. I, oh, I, you know what? I, I lay the wood with Utah State. Six and a half on Fanduel. Yeah. I didn't even yeah, look at that. Yeah, half. six and a half. Utah. I think they're gonna. Utah State's gonna whack them. I think. Uh, I like and, that team actually. And finally tonight, nine thirty p.m. Eastern. Start out on the blue turf. We've got the teal turf and the blue <laughs> turf doubleheader tonight. Boise State. Off of the second half meltdown, literally, they were melting with the humidity in Central Florida last week. They host UTEP, who's been, uh, I mean, they stink. 25 and a half for the Broncos here, 56 and a half total. This seems like a good get right game for Boise against a bad opponent, Joe. Yeah, bad I'm not opponent. betting this game, but if I did, I would close my eyes and take UTEP. I can't buy, I wow. can't back Boise. 26 and a half. I'm, I'm under their win total this year. I think they yeah. lost their identity. This is not the same team. I mean, now they're just going to – any game outside the top Mountain West teams that they play, they're going to be laying huge numbers. And right. I just don't I just don't buy it. I, I think they're going the other way, and I think the value is more on the underdog. I think Boise obviously can clearly win, but laying four, almost four touchdowns, I, it's it's not a, a definite anymore. You know, they're no longer, oh, yeah, that's a definite. It's, it's Boise. The identity's changed. Harson's in Auburn, and he wasn't even a good, great head coach. No, he didn't coach stunk. that talent up. They went the other way. So they're go, they're slowly starting to go the other way. So you're going to start to see an overreaction in terms of their value and how they're priced in the books. And I'm not buying into that. I'm sorry. They allowed 169 on the ground last week, uh, last year. They they wore down in the heat. This is not the same team that we've seen in recent years. They have good players, but this team's going to be overvalued the rest of the way. It's a lot of wood, that's for sure, Joe. I mean, 25 and a half is a lot of wood. UTEP's but... playing with house money, Carver. Nobody's well, expecting them to win, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. nobody's expecting them to go into that's Boise because, and that's make That's because it a game. they never do. 
Right. That's because well, they never do. Right. So, but well, I they mean, did I'm, get their I win a couple weeks that. ago over New Mexico State, right? Yes, they and they laid nine the and a half. In the I-10 game, they took care of right. business in that one. Put that up was their 30. big win this year. Put up they 30. They put up 30. They have played. Listen, I don't. I probably will stay away from this one tonight also. I think that Coastal Carolina is the only one, Joe, that I'm really going to get involved with here tonight because uh, I think that they put the big stick out against Kansas. But uh, other than that, um, maybe in-game, like you said. Maybe we can get a little something uh, on the blue turf later. All right, Joe, it is time um, to get into this week's picks for me and you. Uh, would uh, you like me to Would you like me to tell you the record so far this yes, year? Yes, I you, know what wanna, they are. It's all right. A complete you garbage. Hear it I'll or, say it. Complete garbage. But go ahead. Read out the records. Yes. Uh, a one and four week for Lisi last week. Uh, one, and, one and nine. Yeah. Year to date. Slow story. Uh, but it's Slow time story. to get rocking now for you. I was two and three last week, five and five. Uh, on the year so far after two weeks. Joe, uh, please start us off. What do you got first for me? I'm going to go with that mistake game. You know, that's one of my best bets. I like Mike Leach at home. The Cowbells will be rocking. Will Rogers, 370 through the air. I'm not sold on NC State on the road. Like I mentioned, last two years, just 3-8 and eight overall. I got Miss State with a great line at plus 3 in, in BetMGM at, during the week. Now it's basically a pick em. Miss State dominates this ballgame. Dominates. There you go. Joe Lisi with the dominates in Starkville. I'm going to start off with one of the big games, Joe, and that is the Buckeyes and the Ducks at the Horseshoe. I've kind of been foreshadowing it all week to you, Joe. I think this is going to be a whitewash. I think the Buckeyes are going to absolutely whack Oregon. Uh, This is a bad scene for Cristobal. He didn't, you know, the, the start time. His team's not good enough. Didn't play well last week. I think all this stuff meshes together, and Ohio State waxed them something to the tune of like 55 to 21. Like, I think this is going to get ugly for the Ducks. I'm laying the 14 and a half, Joe. That's pick number one for me. Wow. I'm against you there, but I'm not going to go in deep with that one. How about this one? A potential look ahead spot for Vatek, right? Dominated Sam Howell as a five and a half point dog, extra two days of preparation. You got Middle Tennessee State coming back, right? Middle Tennessee State with a, a quality win over Monmouth. They have Bailey Hockman there, the former NC State quarterback, tossed three touchdowns. Potential look-ahead for Virginia Tech with West Virginia on deck, laying a huge number, 19.5 all the way up to 20.5. Middle Tennessee State makes it a game. Give me Middle Tennessee State plus the points in this ballgame. The Blue Raiders for Joe Lisi, pick number two. Uh, Pick number two for me is my other favorite that I'm taking, and that's the Hurricanes, Joe. Uh, I think this is a good get-right spot for them after losing to Alabama last week in Atlanta. A lot of people are back in Appalachian State. Very good team out of the Sun Belt. You're giving me under 10 points here. It's 8.5 right now. I think De'Eric King has a monster game at home. This is a blowout win for Miami. Pick number two for me, Joe, the Hurricanes minus eight. Very good pick, Carver. I, that's one of my picks for the week. You know, I, I sort of mix them up, but for the show, we'll keep it. I love Miami to bounce back in a big way. Remember, they knocked off App State uh, uh, back in 2016 on the road in Boone. I mean, they whitewashed them. I agree with the Derry De'Ara King steps up in a big way. All right, one more underdog. California, terrible against Nevada. The biggest thing for me... Very good defensive effort. Held Nevada 6 of 16 on third down conversions. Rushed for 5.1 yards per carry. Line open up at TCU minus 9.5. It's up to 11.5. I know some mushes are jumping on this 11.5, but it's not going to phase me. I'm going to take Cal. They might not win, but they cover this number on the road in Fort Worth. 
There you go. Cal getting 11 and a half for Joe Lisi in Fort Worth. Number uh, three for me, Joe. I'll go dogs now, too, for you. How about the Huskies, those dogs? I like the Huskies. This Listen, this line was won the entire summer. Washington loses an awful game to Montana. You know that they are going to get up for this one after the way they performed last week, especially offensively. They might even win this game outright. But you're giving okay. me six and a half now for the Huskies in the big house against not a great Michigan team. Washington plus six and a half. My next one, Joe. All right, good. I like that one, too. How about Nebraska? You can't beat Buffalo by two touchdowns. You shouldn't be playing football. You racked up 633 <laughs> total yards last week, 304 through the air. I mean, unbelievable. 51% in terms of third down conversions now for Scott Frost. I don't care that Buffalo rushed for 312 on Wagner. This is Nebraska black shirts. Big victory. No slowing down. We throttle Buffalo in Lincoln 70 to 10. There you go. Uh, I'll go another dog and I'll go SEC. Vanderbilt getting the six and a half. In Fort Collins against Colorado State and Joe Adazio. I'm sorry, Joe. Colorado State should not be given six and a half to anybody, let alone an SEC school. And I don't care if it's the worst SEC school. They shouldn't be given six and a half points to anybody. I'm taking Vandy with almost a touchdown here in the six and a half. Okay, I can respect that. You hate Adazio. He's going to be whacked at the end of the you year. You hate anyway, Adazio. So. Well, we both hate Adazio, right? This, that, the other thing. Adazio, kiss the ring. How about this? I got a total for you. I talked about this Tennessee game. Josh Heupel, as the coach of UCF a few year, a couple of years ago, went on the road in Heinz Field. They lost a thriller. He understands the defensive formations of Pat Norduzzi and the Pitt Panthers. You have Kenny Pickett, Joe Milton, lined open up at 54.5. They juiced it up to 56.5. A, a shootout in Neyland Stadium at 12 over Pitt and Tennessee Saturday afternoon. All right. I'm going to go with an over as well, Joe, but this one in South Bend, the Irish and Toledo, number 55 and a half right now at Fandle and a couple other places. I think the Irish are going to score a ton of points, Joe. I think that Cohen looked great last week as the quarterback. Kyron Williams didn't really get going last week. He will against Toledo this week. And the Irish have a tendency, Joe, in the second half when they're up big to let the other team kind of do what they want and score some points. So I think this is the kind of game where the Irish get into the 40s or the 50s, Toledo is going to contribute with 20 of their own. This goes way over a 55-and-a-half total for me. I like it. I like it. We're a big believer in Jack Cohn and the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, so I'll pull for you in that matchup. Last one is Utah. Bet against Kalani Sataki, minus the seven. Minus the seven. I'll give you my last one when we come back. College football full circle. Carver, Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. Finish up the picks and the show right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... 
Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we are back. College Football Full Circle. Carver and Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. Last one for me, Joe. We actually gave you a six-pack this week. A little six-pack from Lisi. I'll give you a six-pack as well. My last one. Uh, I like the over, Joe, in the Iowa-Iowa State game. Um, I think it's Ooh. I think it's a low total at 46.5. I think Iowa State, I think that total is completely based on how Iowa State kind of sleptwalked through their game last week and Iowa's defense played so well against Indiana. I think this is a crazy rivalry game. I think there's going to be some points. I think both teams can get into the high 20s. I think it'll be a really good game, and I like points. I think 46.5 is way too low for a college game, especially one involving an offense like Iowa State. So here's your six-pack. Lisey, Mississippi State plus three. Middle Tennessee State plus 19.5. Cal plus 11.5. Nebraska minus 13.5. Tennessee over 56 and a half against Pitt, Utah minus seven. I've got Ohio State minus 14 and a half, Miami minus eight and a half, the Huskies plus six and a half in the big house, Vandy plus six and a half at Fort Collins, Notre Dame, Toledo over 55 and a half, and Iowa, Iowa State over 46 and a half. A couple six packs for everybody, Joe. How about yeah. that? Well, for record purposes, make Miss State pick them because I got Uh-oh. it at okay. three, but it's okay. but it's well, right. Yeah, game time is pick them, and we'll make Nebraska flat fourteen. No, we're we're very transparent on the show. You know, everybody's gonna be whatever the morning. Friday line is, Joe. We got to go right. with whatever the Friday right. line. We go is, with so the Friday lines, and, uh, and that's it. I feel good this week. I feel good about it too, Joe. You're ready for the bounce back. I know you're going to get it. A couple other games fast. I know we both like. We both think Texas A&M is going to whack Colorado out in Denver, right? 16 and a half. I know it's a game you're staying away from. I probably will too. But I think the Aggies take care of business. How about Texas and Arkansas, Joe? That could be a good one. Is Sark going to keep moving it after last week's win over uh, the Raging Cajuns? Three points more after the win. So give me the Arkansas. Shoot! Look at that, Joe. Tremendous job, my man. Good luck tomorrow, and good luck to everybody else out there. Great job, as always, by Andrew Torres. College football full circle. Mike Carver, Joe Lisi. Everybody, have a great Saturday. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. See you next week. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.